Uh, Darren from Ingleburn writes in, hey guys, my favourite calls were Hollywood and Zorba. The great man. Zorba's got a couple of starts. Well, we better get him on. We better ask him what he thinks about this. He's never forgotten. Peter Peters, good morning. Morning, Ray. Morning, Bulldog. You've got a couple of starts in our talk shop. fans out there, Zorb. Yeah, I'm not surprised. (laughs) (laughs) They say how modest you are too. Yes, always. (laughs) Well, let's let's cut straight. It was great fun and I was lucky to have a great mate to do it with and, and we changed the style and it's been copied and I'm thrilled with that. I can't repay the game and um, sport for what it's given me uh, in my life. But um, coming in on the tail end of the great Frank Hyde was wonderful and what an amazing man. And um, always uh, uh, in my mind when I think of great broadcasters and Ray Warren at his best was unbeatable. Uh, And Ray Hadley I don't think gets the kudos that he deserves either. Mm. He had a good Great project. all-rounder. In, you know, you can put him in any sport um, and there's very few of those around today that you can say, go and do a boxing match, go and do a, a rugby league game, go and do a swimming, go and do tennis, go and do this. Mm. Hadley could do it and uh, very few people are capable of that. Yeah, he's very versatile. We'll talk to him after 9am. It's one of the things I want to ask about is his versatility. I heard you had a pretty good technician back in the day too, Zorb, helping you behind the scenes with the show. Yeah, most weekend. certainly did. Lovely Tanya. Um, he, he was... Uh, no, he no, was, Tanya, not he, she. Well, well Tanya, of course, <laughs> but, but Tanya was doing everything. She was like a girl Friday. She she just didn't do uh, uh, technician work. She did everything. There you go, Tan. A little wrap for you. <laughs> hey, oh, Dean, a little wrap for her. She, she should be wrapped after Friday night's debacle. Well, let's cut, straight, let's cut straight to the chase, Saw, because there are a lot of people very angry. It depends what side of the fence you want to sit on. But I know you were pretty upset with the number of calls there on Friday night in the Manly Power game. Well, I can judge it by the number of texts that I get during a game and after a game. Uh, you know, with my mates that follow other clubs, um, there was one word that they sent, uh, and that was that was uh, best side lost. Not one word. I won't say the one word uh, because I don't believe that happened. But um, it was uh, it was strange. Veteran referee Ben Cummings, he's had better games than he's. Uh, uh, than his effort in Friday's Thriller in the Rain at uh, Combank Stadium, Manly versus Para. What a game. Mm. Uh, it was always going to be a great contest. But Manly bled from the 13th minute, the first score in the game, until the 78th when Mitch Moses landed a great sideline conversion to snatch a 22-20 win for the Eels. But even the most ardent Parramatta fans we could see Manly deserve to win this one. They led 20-10, and after that, after 50 minutes, for the last 20 minutes of the game, uh, 30 minutes of the game, they didn't get one decision go their way. Penalties ended up 9-2, no sticks against. And in, to top the night off, um, they had Tommy Trevojevic out for the season with a um, dislocated shoulder. How the young winger Christian Tuipolotu was uh, penalised for a superb corner tackle on Hayes Perham is mystifying. I've looked at it 20 times. I can't see anything high. I can see a player losing his grip in the in the turf in um, Perham and falling. Um, the bunker made the decision, but I think the combination of the bunker and um, and Ben Cummins on uh, Friday night left a lot to be desired, no doubt. The well, the match review NRL committee will... came out yesterday, Zorba, and said, mm. you've got no charge. Manly win that scrum. There's two minutes to go. 
They work it downfield. They kick for the corners. They win the game. Mm. Yeah. These, are, these aren't game-deciding decisions. These are coach-deciding decisions. They're season-defining moments. And the bunker keeps sticking their bib in. Yeah, they do. And, and, and the point you made there is, is very relevant, that, that the player's not charged. It was a high tackle, mm. and, it, and, it, and it brought about such a vital penalty in the game then maybe a charge should have been laid, but it wasn't. The point that I want to make, too, is that Graham Annesley, whatever his position is, head of football, head of everything, um, he's going to come out and be supportive in 95 98% of the time to the referees. I don't think that's his job. If he's going to do that, he might as well stop that boring um, roundup that he gives on... Uh, on referees. I just want to say about Ben Cummings too, he should look at the younger referees in the game. Atkins and G, they enjoy the game. They enjoy a little bit of banter with the players. They smile. Not Cummings. He looks as though he's going to the gala. <laughs> on Manly's side, I don't know who is at fault. It's either the coach or the captain. But with one minute to go in the first half, Mitchell Moses sent to the sin being penalty in front Blinding rain, wind, points at a premium. They lead 12-10. Great goal kicker. Doesn't take the shot yeah. at goal. They go for the try, don't get it. They lead by two in the wash-up. Vital two points. Yeah, certainly was. Hey, Zorb, on a slightly different topic. Um, Cowboys 36, Storm 6. Penrith 32, uh, Roosters 12. Both very, very impressive last night, as they have been all season. Friday night, 6pm at Penrith, super game. Panthers take on the Cowboys. I asked Dino if there's any chance of that game being switched so a national audience can see it. Um, I understand the exclusivity applies to certain carriers, but the flexibility, is it there to move this game to the 7.55pm time slot? It could be game of the year, or It could be. You won't get Fox at Green. I, I know that. I understand that. I, look, I thought the same thing. Channel 9 would privately be seething over the luck of the draw uh, while Fox Sports would be laughing. Mm. And that's the, the luck of the draw you get. Um, <laughs> look, it, it's going to be one of the games of the year so far. It's landed right in Fox Sports' lap next Friday night, 6 o'clock. A blockbuster between mm. Penrith and the on-fire Cowboys. It, you know, it'll be a huge rating winner for Fox. This is why Fox you know, pay the money, Zorba, because they want people to subscribe. They're not just going to... Exactly. Give it away when there's a good game on. No, exactly right, Bulldog. It's not going to change, and mm. good luck to them. And they will be laughing this week. You know, the six in a row Cowboys going into the Panthers' den. What a game. I mean, they'll be lining up there now. It'll be another sellout at Penrith. Um, nine, meanwhile, will screen the old Queensland clash. means nothing to Sydney viewers between the Brisbane Broncos and the lowly rated Gold Coast Titans. The Cowboys are the talk of the league at the moment. That's my point. Mm. They recently flogged Parramatta in Darwin. And last night, they just thrashed under the strength Melbourne, 36-6. Now, I know, I know they were out without Jerome Hughes, Ryan Pappenhausen and Nelson and Sofa Solomona. But the Storm were never in the game. The Cowboys, they're brilliant to watch. And even without Jason Talmalalo and Kyle Felt, they'll still fancy their chances uh, against the Premiers. Um, both those players suffered knee injuries in the win last night. But you know what? They won't be missed. They've got good depth. They've got players coming through that uh, most Sydney fans don't know about, but they're going to get a good look at them next week, close hand, if you're at Penrith. Good young forwards. 
Uh, exciting players right throughout this mm. time. Uh, great work by Peyton. Yeah, no, Third after 11 rounds, them and Brisbane are the shock teams. Um, great lift for Queensland. The two Queensland clubs are right up there after being way down the bottom the last couple of seasons. Yeah, they were the surprises of the scene. Before Dino chimes in, just quickly, Zorban, for our listeners, Cameron Smith just finished his third round. Unfortunately, three over today, one over for the tournament. He's now nine shots behind Mito Pereira of Chile, as Dino says. He's now got a two-shot lead, Dino. Uh, Zorban, what did you make of Trent Barrett's demise last week? Well, the Bulldogs continue to confuse fans. And we spoke here last week of, of, of Trent being a dead man walking, and it happened soon after we um, we finished going to air. Um, he was already gone. They just hadn't announced it. I reckon the decision by either the Bulldogs board or the boss, Phil Gould, who I probably think made the decision this week, um, uh, for Barrett to say that he's resigned. Um, knowing Trent Barrett like I do, I don't think he would have. I think he would have been shown the door, but this is part of that. Um, and then to appoint the ex-fullback Mick Potter, Mick Potter as coach for the rest of the season, I'll tell you what it is. It's a white flag of surrender. It's saying to the Bulldogs fans, stick with us for another 12 months because we're going to come last again or second last. Uh, we might win a few games, but we're forgetting 2022. That's the message that I get out of Belmore, and that's the message that those thousands and thousands of irate fans in the blue and white are thinking. What would you have Why done then, Zorba? Appointed a coach right now. Pardon? What would you have done then? I mean, are you saying they shouldn't have appointed an interim? I think they should have appointed the guys that are there to do just that. They're assistant coaches. Let them take over. Let them do the job that they're paid for and look around. And if they want to appoint a coach long-term, good. If they want to appoint somebody that's already got a job, and, they, and, and can't get him till after the season's over, then leave them there. But to bring Mick Potter in, I, as I said, it's a white flag. They're not going to. They're not going to give a bark. We're going to have players that want to leave that will put their hand up to leave. There's one already gone in 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 the shortest time I've ever seen a player play for a club one week and then play against them next. Oh, Naden. Yeah. Yep, Naden, mm. and there'll be others to follow. It was, a, it was a nothing weak decision by a weak, weak board. Brent Naden, as you just said, won't be the only player out of it. Excuse me, what is a dog's breakfast that is Belmore? Where actually, they play St George next Sunday. Zorb, but they're a rabble. I love that game against the Bulldogs on Friday night, West Tigers at Leichhardt. They're going ordinary, the Tigers, but there were these fans. God love them. Thousands in the rain. of them yeah. packed into the eighth wonder of the world. <laughs> and eighth wonder? Well, they're not going to like what I'm going to say about the eighth wonder. What are you world. going to say about it? Be very careful. It's a touchy issue. It's a touchy issue. Well, I'll tell you what it should be. Leichhardt Oval in the rain is a danger zone. Sheer luck prevented a possible serious injury or worse at that dilapidated old Leichhardt Oval on Friday night. Big Ken Mamalo mm. on the left wing for West Tigers. He showed amazing skill, but amazing bravery to score two tries in the corner. In both, he was airborne, put the ball down one-handed and then skidded towards the concrete bottom of 
the nearby fence. How he didn't injure himself it was sheer luck, and he escaped serious injury. So what if do the they do? If the Association's fair income, they should ban the ground until the promised improvements are made. What about Brookvale? Brookvale's beautiful. Haven't you been there lately? <laughs> they can't even get the, uh, a maxi taxi on there, or a medi uh, cab, I should say, on a Brookvale. We've got our own little helicopter that oh, right, okay. flies off the field. Okay. There's no problem. What was there I thinking? <laughs> what were you thinking? Hey, Zorb, two games to complete round 11. South take on Canterbury. It's a 2 p.m. game. Then uh, Gold Coast versus Cronulla, 4.05 p.m. How do you see them, Zorb? Yeah, I see those as very hard games to tip as they've been in the last few weeks. Just before we get on to that, I want to congratulate young Jock Madden, 5'8 for West Tigers, on uh, mm. on Friday night. I Played thought he well. had an outstanding game. And uh, if they don't sign that kid uh, to a long-term contract, plenty of other clubs will. Um, he's exciting. I thought he was uh, he was really, really good. So Chip, and Chip and Chase try. Chip and Chase try was mm. good. The Dolphins yeah. are very keen, well, Zorba. Mate, he's a good player. Mm. He's a good player. Um, they, uh, yeah, as Bulldog said, you, you've got to give it to them for the, the way they, they, they keep trying. And... Um, um, that was certainly um, that was certainly impressive in a um, a Dallas struggle there. Okay, South versus Canberra. I'm going for an upset, Canberra. Um, I think they can upset uh, South Sydney today, and I'm going for the Sharks to get back to some form and uh, and beat the Titans. Uh, Canberra one to twelve, Sharks. 13 plus. A bit of value there with Canberra. Two sixty head to head. The line's a dollar ninety five and a half, and the shark is a dollar forty seven head to head against Gold Coast. Always looking for value, and yep. you can't wait to get the Panthers Stadium next Friday night. We're there. We're already locked in. So locked can't in, wait it'll for be it. a sellout. Yeah, no, we're we're already there, so can't wait for it. Hey, Zorb, appreciate your thoughts as always, and I'll be texting you from from Penrith on Friday night, mate. Good on you, mate. Thanks, Bye. Zorb.